Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Driving More Show. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host this evening. And uh, looks like I am flying solo. Um, this evening uh, on this one. No one else is uh, uh, checking out, probably because of the uh, horrible weather. Uh, it's been a tough one, hasn't it? So hopefully, folks, you have all um, all nice and warm and dry at home and uh, staying nice and safe because, yeah, it is pretty um, nasty out there. I've got a couple of clips from my uh, weekend covering of the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup that we'll, um, we'll have a watch of, uh, as well as we'll talk about some um, a whole bunch of stuff that uh, has been going on. Not much rugby um, being played. I mean, someone I did see uh, some complaints on Twitter, sort of suggesting that uh, uh, yeah, that New Zealand rugby were messing around by not having any rugby available. Well, of course, there was rugby available. There was the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup um, was on TV, and then also uh, still some of the club competitions were still going on. We had the final round uh, in the Auckland one before they hit finals next weekend, um, and. Uh, uh, so, yes, yeah, so there was rugby going on just because there isn't uh, top flight male rugby or professional male rugby going on. There's no rugby going on um, on that one. So uh, plenty of that going on. Me, uh, I was at um, uh, Waihee Rugby Club this weekend as we uh, hosted Thames Valley under 20s for a, uh, a pre-season warm-up game for them. And we followed that up by our um, prize giving for the um, or awards night for the season. Unfortunately, I didn't pick up anything, but then again, I wasn't playing, so no big surprise there eh? um, <laughs> on that one. But uh, yeah, had a good evening with them. Didn't mean I felt a little bit ropey before heading up, driving up to uh, County's Manukau to watch uh, uh, County's Manukau Heat take on Wellington Pride in the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup. So that was my kind of rugby weekend this um, weekend. Um, so yeah, so rep rugby uh, is starting to kick off. Not only does it have, not only is it there at the Farrah Palmer Cup. Uh, and NPC at that sort of top level. But it's also, say, the under-20s and the age grades um, are also uh, taking place, um, uh, also sort of kicking off um, as well. So even though the club rugby season's coming to a close, or has come to a close in some places, uh, there's still more rugby on uh, on, on, on the menu um, for many. Um, a couple of items that have uh, been in the news, but many coming out of uh, the, well, out of Europe, out of the UK there, and the RFU is uh, recommending banning of uh, 
trans athletes uh, for women's rugby on that one. Uh, and as someone said on Twitter, let the uh, players decide. And uh, that's definitely my point of view. Um, and all the reaction I've had from, or that I've seen from female players is that they don't have a problem with trans players playing uh, female rugby. So to me, um, I'm not sure there really is a problem here uh, that, um, and are we actually trying to sort out a problem that doesn't really exist um, on this one? So um, good evening to those of you who are joining me. Oh, yeah, sorry, I should say uh, the Drive More Show comes to you at 8 p.m. every single Monday, and that's uh, uh, live on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitter. Um, or you can catch the podcast, just search for um, New Zealand Sports um, Radio um, as well. Um, so, yeah, so the um, so yeah, to me, that uh, it looks like it's solving a problem that doesn't really seem to exist is um, rugby getting caught up in this uh, in, in the culture war rather than actually uh, rather than actually sort of dealing with a particular problem. I don't know, I mean, it's sort of an international, but I don't know, I've never heard of any uh, trans athletes who have got that far. So, um, so yeah, so I do, I do wonder if we're trying to solve something that doesn't uh, that isn't a problem there with that one. Um, they're saying it's on. Uh, safety grounds, and yet we have over or over 100 players uh, taking World Rugby, the RFU, and the WRU um, to court uh, around um, concussion um, or around sorry around head injuries uh, and that um, side of things. Uh, Carl Heyman is uh, is one of those. Uh, a number of different um, uh, uh, in, or illnesses um, that um, that have come up, um, but. Um, uh, in, including early onset dementia, um, CTE, um, epilepsy, Parkinson's, motor neuron disease, some really um, ones um, there in that one um, for, uh, from, I say, it's the, the, that, uh, that the players um, have been uh, exposed to um, on that one. So, to my mind, uh, so, so, yeah, so look, um, here we are, sort of, uh, so, yeah. We're having all these problems. Um, we've had um, uh, Ryan Jones come out, who's like 41, so he's younger than I am, um, and can't remember conversations um, with uh, uh, his wife, etc. So, look, why are we still persisting on allowing high tackling? Um, I don't know. We really need to bring that tackling height down. There's plenty of evidence that uh, it's causing issues for players um, post um, post career. Uh, and yeah, really should, uh, I really think we should be um, bringing um, that down. So, um, yeah, that's going on, and we'll see how that one progresses there. Um, Nocturnal Rights says, um, uh, says uh, well, what will female players say um, after playing a trans woman and uh, getting a range of uh, injury and concussions? As I say, the, the players that I've heard from who have played with or against trans um, players have not uh, had any problems or not um, or about it. We do have players in the um, MPC, for example, where uh, some of the props weigh literally twice as much as some of the wingers. So there are definitely um, size discrepancies there in uh, in, in in that one um, there as well. So uh, and you think about the um, the Farrah Palmer Cup at the moment. Uh, again, talking more um, more gem generally about. Uh, sort of play welfare. You've got 16-year-olds. Um, uh, the game I watched at the weekend had a 16-year-old uh, debuting, um, and she was up against full-time professional black ferns, uh, and also had full-time professional black ferns on her side as well. That kind of thing would not be allowed in the men's game. You wouldn't allow a 16-year-old to run out onto 
a, uh, a play a senior club game and never mind play um, an MPC game. Where, and remember, MPC doesn't have those All Blacks involved. But it does have full-time professionals involved. So, um, the uh, so yes, so there is a um, uh, so the, the, the kind of uh, at the moment we do need to build that depth um, in the women's game because, as I say, yeah, sixteen-year-olds up against All Blacks. Uh, again, you've got to wonder about the, uh, the player welfare side of that one um, as well. She did absolutely fine um, at first five eight for for Wellington. They went on to win the game, um, and obviously you have to be a very good player to to, to come through that quickly. Uh, but uh, yeah, just show you the, the sort of the lack of depth or the lack of um, step stones or the, 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 um, stepping stones or pathways that we're, that need to be in place for the women's game. We need to grow um, as well on um, that side of things. Nocturnal rights again in the live chat. If World Rugby can't get concussion under wraps despite clamping down on head, headshots, might mean uh, giving the game up for everybody. Um, look, I think at the moment, uh, listening to, and I can't remember where I heard or read this, um, but uh, was talk that basically World Rugby is trying to encourage uh, the, the height of tackle heights to come down rather than mandate it, which you could do. And you've probably heard, or you may have heard, um, a boa on our uh, on the podcast, who uh, has his uh, safe tactical framework um, that he has uh, set up, um, and uh, that includes a uh, line across the uh, chest, so you have to tackle below that, uh, which is well, which is definitely further down uh, than current tackle heights, uh, which are quite often up around the shoulders. Um, so uh, yes, it, you, you, there, there is there, it can be brought down; it can be made safer. Um, at the moment, it's just a matter of getting the will to make it happen. Uh, and uh, we're just going to see, does it have to be, can they encourage it down or do they have to mandate it down? Um, and we'll see uh, how that, I guess, how that discussion goes on. Some of that will come about by um, what we hear or what happens with that uh, concussion um, litigation that is happening over in the UK. Um, and uh, one of the, uh, the the lawyers said there that uh, it wasn't um, just about the money, but it was also about stopping or, or changing and the laws so it doesn't continue um, going forwards um, on that. LBC's lower tackles um, also cause head injuries um, for the uh, um, for the tackler. They can do yes, um, but the uh, the research shows that the more dangerous uh, ones that lead to more head clashes and to more oh, sorry to more to, to, to more concussions and and and, uh, um, and more head injuries are the upright tackles. That's what the research shows. Um, and um, so uh, looking at that one, and it's about how you can, what uh, what, what pieces can you alter um, to make um, things um, safer uh, on that one. But um, so, yes, the, um, but it is about um, getting it down. It's, if you take that head height down, um, the, uh, yes, the, you can still catch uh, a hip or a knee. That is um, very true. Um, but um that's uh, the I say the research shows that those are safer tackles to be make to be making um, for, uh, for, the, for the for the number of uh, head clashes that you get per tackle. So um, the uh, and look, that's it should be research led rather than um, I guess um, emotive or uh, led where we we can think oh I've seen that happen therefore um, that's uh, that's uh, that let the numbers actually um, that, that show. That it's safer to bring down those tackles, and it is what um, the the higher tackles. Let's be honest, have only come in during um, professionalism, as we've had more rugby league coaches come over 
um, and that uh, tackles were lower um, prior to that. And so, um, they, I guess, in fact, if anything, it's taking away back to those uh, golden days that everyone says that they uh, that they, that they want to um, want to watch. Uh, I say we have to just wait and see how that uh, lawsuit goes, but it's gone. But uh, the initial the first step was to say, "Hey, we're thinking about doing it and talking." Um, but now it looks like it's taken the next step forward to actually starting to uh, uh, to, uh, to, to to happen. Um, and um, I think New Zealand rugby is one of the ones that is actually is uh, is in a safer place from that because ACC um, covers them um, on that side of things um, rather than uh, necessarily. Um, getting them, um, uh, getting them, uh, what do you call it? What's, what's the word I'm looking for now? Um, rather than getting uh, sued um, and being able to sue uh, the uh, unions um, here um, on this one. Um, LB says, um, I guess there'll be no more holding players up to uh, get the ball back then. Yep, it would mean that that's uh, what's uh, something that's uh, definitely been part of Ireland's. Um, uh, armory with Joe Schmidt was that so was that choke tackle? Um, you had the two players holding the player up and uh, getting a turnover from all. Yep, you will definitely see less of that. And nocturnal rights asked me, do you remember the concern um, about headshots was over spinal injuries rather than concussion? I didn't remember, didn't remember that's that that's where the uh, concern was. Uh, but I do know that there's some um, uh, that there's some some players would like to see lifting at the line out removed again because of. Uh, Falling from that height uh, is dangerous from yes from that point of view. Uh, more skeletal rather than concussion um, on that one, but uh, yeah, at the moment I don't think we'll be seeing lifting the lineup going anywhere. Um, it has been removed from uh, various junior grades uh, in New Zealand uh, that show you're not allowed to lift in the lineouts, and it's well, it comes up as more uh, at more senior um, levels. Um, so that's all the kind of safety side of things um, on that one. Um, when I was driving up to uh, to go to two counties to go watch counties versus um, versus Wellington, um, I was listening to a, uh, a cycling podcast, uh, and it's been the Tour de France um, this uh, past three weeks. And one of the um, uh, one of the podcasters was talking about one of the journalists behind the scenes said, yeah, one of the pieces of advice I was given was just to be positive. You only had one down day during the tour. Um, and I must admit, the way that um, we uh, have been, um, uh, the, um, the way that uh, we, we, we've had all the negativity um, around um, the All Blacks, sort of mess it's been this uh, past week. And I will get on, get on to um, talking about that later. Um and uh, just, I guess, the length of the season as well, I was feeling all a bit sort of um, jaded about uh, about rugby. And it was a good reminder um, to um, uh, to say um, that um, it's good um, to, um, uh, it's good, yeah, to, to stay positive. Uh, and uh, I did really enjoy uh, being at the ground and seeing that Farrah Palmer Cup game. It did help bring back some of the joy um, of watching of uh, watching sort of the professional end of the game. Um, after what well, has been a pretty uh, negative week, um, let's be honest with the um, with the way that the All Blacks thing um, has has gone. Uh, Christopher Bailey says, "Yeah, I think it's um, and it's uh, sixteen to life, but I don't think it needs to lift, um, but only thirteen in Wales. It's interesting um, on that one. But um, yeah, I do say I do know that that has the, there, is, there is age grade 
um, restrictions on that one. And yes, nocturnal lights, we did used to have the, uh, you would have the support, but not lift. And that became such a gray area, as so many things are in rugby that they gave in and just said, yeah, you can lift on that one. A bit like um, with, uh, with the put into the scrums, they know they're going to feed it. So now you're allowed to stand even towards your own um, your own side of the um, of the tunnel. You don't have to put it down the middle anymore. Um, so yeah, they just sort of give in on some of these laws that they can't be bothered um, or enforcing or are considered too difficult um, to enforce um, on that one, don't they? Let's be honest. Um, so let's just backtrack over what's been happening with um, uh, with, with the All Blacks. Um, so they came out and talked on uh, post game on the Saturday, and then we on Sunday morning we had that um, uh, a release by um, the uh, by the CEO, uh, just a, a basic written press release, uh, and then we had basically basically ended up having all week with um, radio silence from New Zealand rugby. This really was a case of uh, how not to do um, public um, relations. Uh, let's be honest here, cancelling a, uh, a media conference um, when the uh, media were already in the hotel ready to do it. So it's cancelled at the last minute. Um, the uh, a contractor, who admittedly has been a contractor for a very long time um, with the uh, with New Zealand Rugby and the All Blacks, uh, says that so she made the um, unilateral decision to cancel that to protect um, the um, Ian Foster um, from the from the questions and that uh, how the press were out for blood. Well, that really kind of shows you the approach that uh, that New Zealand rugby has to the media, um, seen as this adverse adversatorial um, group. Um, but um, you've got one of the biggest tours um, this century uh, that's just happened. Now, yes, someone reminded me about the British and Irish Lions tour. Um, but yeah, this this one against Ireland was still one of the uh, uh, sort of one of the big, biggest sort of occurrences uh, of in rugby this year, this this century. And then for a contractor to cancel a media call at the end of it seems very strange to me. Um, the fact that uh, she to, to, to claim she hasn't asked her superiors or uh, asked for any sort of feedback as to whether they should or shouldn't go ahead it just doesn't sound right um, to me. Um, I understand that's what um, uh, uh, what she has said, um, but to my mind, yeah, I say it doesn't doesn't ring true, um, and it looks like her throwing herself under the bus um, on that one, uh, or, to, or taking one from the team, one for the team there, because uh, I think it, it's, it feels like the, the call would have come from further up the um, the hierarchy. And if she didn't consult with someone further up, then she should be fired for basically, uh, yeah, not consulting. You don't make those, that's a very big call to make. Um, and was was, was 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 a bad thing to do. We then saw New Zealand Rugby basically circle wagons and just ignore everybody, <laughs> not talk to anybody, uh, not talk to any of the press, not put some, I mean, their social media accounts shut down. They weren't talking to their fans. There was nothing coming out of New Zealand Rugby apart from rumours um, and um, speculation, um, which, uh, let's be honest, um, is, uh, is a joke at the end of the day. Um, if the fans are supposed to be these stakeholders, then you need to engage them. You don't ignore them for a week um, during what is, I said, straight after one of the biggest tours in um, uh, in, in recent times. So 
it just shows the contempt that, for my mind, that New Zealand Rugby shows to, to to the fans. If you didn't want to talk to the, go to the media, you could send it. You could do your own interviews um, and put them out via social media um, and ask some of those questions that were being asked by fans. Um, even if you script the question and answer, um, but uh, let's just uh, but do something um, about talking to fans. We had um, and then when we actually came to the. Uh, the, sort of the announcements we've had since then, it kind of like you have the the, uh, the the press conference around the the squad announcement. It's like, well, I want to talk about the squad. Yeah, but you've not talked to us all week about you and your future, <laughs> but you want to talk about the squad. Sorry, but that's um, then if you wanted to if you want to have a press conference just about the squad, then you should have had a, uh, a separate conference of talking about about you. Um, and then to say I recognise the the need, but if I'd known the need, I would have talked. It's like some of the stuff that was said there was just um, just didn't make sense. It was contradictory in the same sentence. Um, so it wasn't great uh, and was real bad PR um, by uh, by New Zealand rugby. And I think it has um, upset and turned off a lot of the New Zealand uh, a lot of the New Zealand fans around New Zealand rugby. Now, when it comes to the games, the public will get back will get get behind New, the All Blacks. The public love um, the All Blacks, but they do not like. New Zealand rugby, and I think New Zealand rugby just paints them into further selves, themselves further into a corner. Um, when you think that they had an announcement about reimagining rugby, and one of the things they said in there was that they would uh, engage with the media more. Well, not walking the walk, are you, are you folks? Um, so, um, on that one, they also they've also said that this um, this uh, joint business venture with Silver Lake will be transparent. <laughs> you're like seriously we're talking about a New Zealand rugby which is just shut up shop and just not talk to anybody um, uh, do, having a business venture with a private equity firm which are notoriously not transparent um, and somehow these two non-transparent organisations are supposed to suddenly uh, have a transparent one yeah can't see that one um, at all um, on, on this uh, as Simon says um, it's true no one likes New Zealand rugby uh, and Dr. Wright says uh, that's the, the upset of the New Zealand Republic is not just about Foster, um, but uh, the results. Uh, it's about how the game has been run uh, and directed. And it's look, it's the way Foster got given the job. It looked like an old boys club. Uh, Hanson got it via old boys club as well, um, as he took over from uh, Graham Henry. Uh, and this whole Blazers and old boys um, setup. Um, Simon's calling it saying it's basically the Kremlin of rugby. Uh, look, I'm not sure about that, but it's definitely it's it's a um, it's it, it's it's an old boys club where you have a blazer, um, and you do wonder if um, some of the uh, people who are on that board prove that diversity are there because they're yes people um, as well. So uh, you do want uh, it's it, it doesn't um, yeah it's not a, a, a certainly not a transparent organisation. It's not one that feels it has to answer the public. Um, it feels it has to answer. Um, to the unions only that, uh, that vote them in, and then the unions have to do as they're told once they voted in as well. So um, uh, there, there we go with um, with that one. Simon, you're quite right. Hanson had experience previously with coaching Wales. That is very true. Um, but it was one of those sort of handovers and handovers, and hey, it worked then, therefore we'll do it again. It'll work, it'll work again. Um, and if you look at to the Black Ferns um, coaching setup, well, it's Hanson's daughter, isn't it? That's uh, that's come through now she may be a very very good coach um but um i say it just it smacks of nepotism um 
through the, the whole of, of New Zealand rugby as a whole, not just that one appointment. Um, and uh, yeah, it's all uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's not a good look, and it's uh, it, uh, it, it happens time and time again. It's one of the, as, as Nocturnal Rights says. This is why the, the rugby public are upset with how the game um, has been run here. I'll take a break for a drink if we get that point. So, um, finally, I mean, we, I think there was, was an expectation going into that Friday that um, Foster was um, going to have a director of rugby, that uh, Sam Kane would be stood down as captain, um, and that um, a whole of uh, uh, a whole whole set of um, other things might happen, and in the end, nothing happened on Friday at all. Sam Kane um, was um, still um, the captain. Um, whilst I personally have anything wrong with that, it's definitely not the, the feeling from the public that they that they were that they were looking for. Um, since then, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, Plumtree and more have... have uh been relieved of their duties, um, and uh, Jason Ryan has uh, come in from the uh, forwards coach from the uh, Crusaders. Uh, it's funny how someone put on Twitter that um, Ian Foster, uh, had, one of the reasons he got the job was supposed to be the strength of his coaching team, of the uh, assistants, and hence, what have we seen? We've seen one of um, Raiders' uh, team getting brought in as two of those um, went. Um, and um, would they, uh, would, uh, yeah, I mean, why were these people considered good or the right people after the, um, in the December review, after losing to both Ireland and France in November, and suddenly now they're not, after three more games, suddenly they decided, no, they're not good enough um, to be in there. So, uh, look, it doesn't, um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's not great um, from, uh, from that point of view. Uh, it's going to be tough for the Crusaders because they've lost their backs coach, which is, is heading up to Leinster. Now they've lost their forwards coach. So boy, oh boy, Razor's got a job in his hands next year um, with the uh, with the new, brand new coaching setup um, at um, the uh, uh, at the Crusaders. So um, yes, we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how uh, how that goes. Uh, is this a bit of a hospital pass for Jason Ryan? Should he have waited? Um, uh, did he really want to go in under Foster? Um, we will. Um, uh, we will have to um, see um, on uh, on that one. Um, yeah, not to write. Yeah, plenty you have to go. Yep, from what I understand, uh, he got poor reviews in December, and he got poor reviews again from the from from the players. Um, so yeah, he had to go. I agree. The fact that, he, but so I guess to me, Foster had to go as well. Um, but he's still there. Um, 
and uh, if he doesn't go now, uh, I can't see how you can get rid of him before the Rugby World Cup. I think uh, if you wait until after the Rugby Championship, I mean, giving whoever comes in next to no time at all to prepare a team for the Rugby World Cup. So, um, so to me, uh, look, yeah, yeah, this was when they had to get rid of him. If they were going to get rid of him, otherwise he sticks in until the end of next year. Um, as uh, fr- fr- from from that point of view, which uh, um, I think some some people overseas um, will be uh, will be happy with. Um, so that's really the the All Blacks uh, side of things. It's been a it's been a, um, a disastrous week where yeah, New Zealand rugby just went quiet and then not much happened. Um, on uh, on all of this ones, Simon says John Mitchell got the um, All Blacks a year before the World Cup, but that's a <laughs> that's a long long time ago. Um, on, uh, on on that one, um, something else that has come out um, uh, over the last week is uh, around Super Rugby and how uh, um, and Simon puts one up that uh, yeah both Andrew Forrester and uh, Stan um, Stan Sport have backed Australian rugby. Uh, well, um, sorry, Rugby Australia, um, that if they want to um, go with a domestic-only competition and not a trans-Tasman Super Rugby competition, they will be happy um, with um, uh, with that one. Um, and uh, we'll have to see how those uh, conversations go. The reviewer says Foster can't afford to lose blood, as I, I agree, but um, would anybody want to step into the job um, if, um, uh, I say, at such short notice to the Rugby World Cup? Um but uh, it's come out it's come to light that after the Commonwealth Games, that so we'll have the CEOs of um, Rugby Australia and New Zealand Rugby in a car together driving from Manchester um, to London. So a couple of hours, they're stuck in a car talking to each other about this. So hopefully they do come round. Uh, we do. I think we do need a Super Rugby Trans Tasman. Um, I don't think a Super Rugby New Zealand or Super Rugby Atara and Super Rugby Australia and Australia Super Rugby AU. Are a uh, are good for either um, side um, of that one. So the uh, so for me, yeah, that's um, that that car journey is going to be important. But uh, yeah, some egos need to um, be uh, uh, put to one side and uh, and discussed around this. New Zealand rugby uh, showing again it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's the ability to burn bridges. Um, first off, with South Africa. Uh, and uh, how they pulled out of um, Super Rugby, um, or now uh, with Australia over the last couple of years um, as well, and still saying they don't see why. You no, know, still uh, com- com- or, or comments in, in articles saying that New Zealand Rugby doesn't understand why um, any money should be going um, to Australia. So um, it, we'll see how we'll see how um, uh, uh, it all goes, um, but um, let's hope they do come to uh, some agreement that works for both sides. Uh, talking about trying to mend bridges, apparently the, the All Blacks 15, which is heading off, uh, which will be playing in that um, November window um, up in Europe, is apparently going to be having a, uh, it looks like they're going to have a game against South Africa right, in France. Um, so the um, uh, uh, on, on that one, um, uh, so that's and apparently they'll be playing four games um, during that series. So good on that one um, with Leon McDonald, um, the uh, Blues coach, looking at uh, coaching um, that side. And they'll be playing against Razor, uh, who is with Ron Nogara, and will be coaching the um, Barbarians. Um, could we see uh, Razor and Nogara coaching Ireland next? 
who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Um, with the talk of Farrell perhaps essentially going to England, um, Australia, talking to Eddie Jones. So, boy, oh, boy, the merry-go-round of, um, of of head coaches after the um, Rugby World Cup is already um, kicking off on that one. And there'll be plenty of speculation um, and comments um, around all of that. Maurice Bass says, why didn't Foster just do every New Zealand a favour and quit? He's not going to quit. Dear me, um, he's, he's got this plum job. He thinks he can uh, turn things around, so he's, he's, so he's going to do it unless he gets pushed. Um, he wants to be the All Blacks head coach. Um, and, uh, yeah, why, I, I can't see him ever um, stepping down um, on uh, on that one. Um, Simon also uh, pointed out that uh, Tonga has uh, qualified for the World Cup. Yes, congratulations to them. So that means that Hong Kong, along with Kenya, Portugal uh, and the USA will be in the qualification tournament, which used to be called the Repechage, um, for the final place at the um, Rugby World Cup. The USA clearly has to come out of that, um, considering all the investment and uh, hope that's been put into them and the fact they've got a Rugby World Cup over in the USA, uh, not in the too distant future. Um, so a lot of uh, that one there. Um, the... Uh, and we're going to talk about an Asia America Pacific Trophy Rugby Championships with eight teams in it. Oh, look, that just gets messy. And and what we've seen with the Rugby Championship, with Super Rugby, is you want to be in your own time zone, putting things across multiple um, uh, continents. Really, does not work um, very well um, at all. Uh, the reviewer reckons that Portugal will get through, but uh, well, we'll see. I see the Portugal or the USA. Now, I can't see Kenya or Hong Kong um, making it there. Um, so that's kind of where those sort of things all are. Um, so at the weekend, I was at uh, the um, Farrah Palmer Cup for Wellington um, versus uh, Counties. Both sides had lost their opening round game, round games um, before coming um, into... Um, uh, for coming into that one. Um, so um, let's, uh, I just, uh, so congratulations to Wellington getting the win and let's hear from their captain first. Uh, uh, as uh, I had a quick chat with her after about how, about what this season, how, how things are changing in women's rugby uh, and how important it was for them to get the win in what is a quick tournament in the Farrah Palmer Cup. Counties versus Wellington in the Farrah Palmer Cup. Um, and you got across the line twice for two tries yourself. Must be very happy with the, uh, uh, well, with, with, with getting a couple of meat pies. Yeah, um, always good to cross the line, but it's just the work of my teammates um, opening up the space for me. So um, all I got to do is cross the line. Oh, dear. Be very modest to say you've got a, a lot of hard work out there today. The game did ebb and flow. It looked like that uh, it really just came down to uh, your girls taking their opportunities well. And, uh, and, and, and whereas uh, County perhaps just missed out on something. It's a tight game. Yeah, um, counties are a physical side and uh, we love that kind of game. Um, we love to front up as well, so it's good to um, take those opportunities where we can and um, execute them. And in a short season, getting your first win on the board uh, it, it's in the second round, that's, that's really important, isn't it, in, this, in these short uh, Cup campaigns? Yeah, definitely the first games in FPC are super important, so we're super happy to get the win today. And uh, finally, look, it's been a big year for um, women's rugby. We've had, obviously, Super Rugby Alpaki, um, 
and uh, the World Women's World Cup coming up. How is, are you noticing a different energy in the squad or uh, with, with all this change going on? Yeah, um, we are adapting really well to the changes and um, they're, they're positive for us and we can't wait to keep um, trending upwards. Great, thank you so much for your time and uh, enjoy the victory. Thank you. <laughs> so that was the uh, captain of Wellington, um, uh, Joanna uh, Nye Wu, um, in that one. So she picked up um, two tries there. Uh, let's also hear from the um, Wellington fullback, um, Harmony Awani, who uh, got the opening try for Wellington. Uh, Wellington versus uh, Counties with uh, Harmony uh, Awani. Look, uh, you scored uh, the winning try um, last year and uh, you got the first one today. You must like playing against Counties. Uh, yeah, definitely. They're a really good team to come up against and we know our strengths and to score on them for the winning try and score the first try today, man, just brings back the win from last year. <laughs> Very good. And obviously coming off the back of uh, a loss in the first round, getting this win is, is really important for your campaign, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, it was a really hard game against Canterbury last week. Uh, we definitely pushed through. We, we prepped really well from Monday this week. We had a bit of uh, difficulties. We had to bus up. We don't know if we're flying back today, so we definitely adapted as a team and I'm really happy with our out outcome. Yeah, that's because the, oh, the horrible weather down in Wellington, obviously, so yeah, it's a bit of adversity, but uh, you, say, you managed to put it out on the park today, which is great to see. Look, there's been a lot of changes here with um, Super Rugby Alpaca, you've got the Rugby World Cup coming up. Is there a different energy around the squad or, or, for the, if you're finding this year? Um, yeah, definitely. The girls that are playing for the World Cup or attempting to make the team, they definitely bring a lot of experience in. Um, they just bring the girls together. They have the culture. They bring their Black Friends culture into our Wellington team, which is really good to learn off and just come off with that. Yeah, and it's an amazing team where you've got a 16-year-old running, running the cutter and then all the way up to Black Ferns as well, as you say. So it's a, it's a good mix of youth and experience you've got in there. Yes, definitely. Uh, Wellington has always been a campaign where we want to build the young girls coming into the Black Ferns and also Super Rugby. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful that they're, that they're like that to help us young girls to be able to reach higher. Well, it sounds like you've got a really good culture down there. Um, congratulations on the win and good luck for the rest yeah, of the season. thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Uh, and it was really nice of um, Harmony afterwards uh, saying how much she uh, enjoyed um, having that um, uh, the interview. Uh, and uh, she had a few. She said, oh, that was one of the nice ones. So I'm going to try and send her the link so she can uh, uh, see it. Um, uh, on that one, so look, you can see there how important it was and how, uh, how happy they were for, with, their, with that win. Also, the, the, the impact that uh, having the All Blacks in there makes um, to uh, the uh, the less experienced and uh, some of the younger um, players um, in that one. Um, finally, the last video I've got, or last interview I've got, is with um, Hazel Tubik, uh, who is the um, uh, new Blackfern. Uh, Place 15 has been playing very well for uh, counties for a number of years now, and her kicking nearly kept, um, or, or did keep counties in this, but wasn't enough to... Um, to win um, this one. Um, so let's just uh, hear from her about, the, uh, and you see how much uh, pain it meant for them, how much it hurt from them, and also the difficulty of playing for a Super Rugby team for for, for the Black Ferns and for um, the, um, the, uh, the the Farrah Palmer Cup. Most players will only play for two teams, uh, either the Super Rugby and the MPC, or Super Rugby and uh, the All Blacks. On the men's side and the women's side, they have to juggle even more jerseys than that and different sets of uh, coaches as well. After counties versus Wellington with Hazel Tubic, I mean, uh, tough start to the season for you guys. Um, we, we, we're two losses there, but 
that, that game really ebbed and flowed. You really had your opportunities in that game. Yeah, yeah. First two games of losses, it's, it's always hard. Um, I think we rebuilt, rebuilt a bit from last week's game, but as you saw, there was a couple of drop balls down the sideline when we created opportunities and stuff, and times like that probably um, is why we led to the loss today. Yeah, I also you, you were you were kicking your goals well today, which was good to see. I think it was a three from three, which is oh, oh sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, this one, this is the last one. So yeah, yeah, two from two from three, um, which kept you kept your girls in it uh, for this one. Um, with such a short season, how how difficult is it going to be to get going now, um, having with, with with those just with, with two losses? You think? Yeah, with the way the season goes um, in this competition, it is kind of like yeah, if you lose one game, you're kind of still in it, but when you lose two, it starts to become quite hard. So uh, we've still got another. Uh, four games, I think, or three games. So um, the focus now will just be to uh, try and try and win those next games or push on and do better for the next week. And um, you know, there's also that thought of the relegation as well. So try not to be in that position. And it's been a, a busy old year for you with the uh, well, Super Rugby Opaki up in the, uh, the the Black Ferns as well, and now back with um, back with Counties. I mean, uh, it's, uh, as I say, it's a packed season. How, how difficult is it concentrating on so many different things when you're in different squads all the time like that? Yeah, that's quite hard, especially when you're jumping from the different kind of game plans and stuff so um, you know one team will want to play one game plan and the other's doing something else and for your own individual skills it's hard to kind of work on those kind of things but you know whatever jersey you're wearing you got to do your best to um, perform for that team and on that day and um, worry about other things at another time so yeah it's difficult but you, you make your way through it. And are you, are you noticing a different uh, energy in the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup squads and games with, with, with obviously with that Super Rugby with the World Cup being there is that brought another level to the game? Yeah, I think the teams across the board are like much more competitive and as the games that we've seen so far from the first two rounds have been quite close and there's a few teams that um, have really picked up their game and they're going to be tough competitors. So um, as previous years, you probably had a couple of two that teams that would be at the top, but now I think every team could win it on the day. So it's um, really down to who wants it and who's going to perform on the day. Well, it's, uh, I don't think it's necessarily down to who wants it. So you say those micro skills that occasionally just, it, I don't think there's any lack of effort out there today. Yep. Um, but um, good luck with the rest of the season and thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thank Cheers. you very much. Um, so there you go. Those, those are my uh, post-match uh, interviews with uh, f from the game. Just to bring up to speed with the, the rest of the results, Canterbury beat um, Auckland 33 to uh, 27. So it's a, um, so two wins for Canterbury. Um, season top of um, the uh, Premiership table uh, with seven teams in there. And that does mean there are a number of buys. So both the uh, Bay of Plenty and Waikato have, open, have won their opening games. They've only played one game so far. Um, other games in the uh, Premiership, um, Manawa Man 2 Cyclones uh, lost to Bay of Plenty 26-37, um, to 37, um, which means that uh, Manawa 2 Counties and Wellington are the two, three that are kind of in that relegation fight um, at the moment. And Wellington's game, sorry, um, County's game against Manawa 2 is going to be absolutely um, key uh, in that one. Over on the uh, championship side of things, um, and uh, Taranaki um, lost to uh, North Harbour 10 to uh, 21. Look, Taranaki's still a relatively new um, setup uh, and, and still growing uh, in this one. So uh, not they, they, they are going to find it uh, um, tough going. Hawks Bay uh, lost 22-44 to Otago. Otago, the side that was relegated from the Premiership last year, so they're definitely going to be one of the uh, one of the strongest sides um, down there. And then Northland 29, Tasman 10. Again, uh, Tasman, uh, very young side that, uh, that, that tends to uh, um, yeah tends to, to, to find these uh, these seasons tough. So I mean, Northland and Otago, definitely two of the uh, top two, two of the teams that we're finding it out that expect. 
uh, come finals time for that uh, promotion up to um, into the uh, uh, the Premiership for next year. Um, thanks for the kind comments in the live chat about my coverage of the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup and the women's game. We'll try and keep that going for the full season um, of them. Um, look, uh, it is a short season. They don't have the crossover games in the same way that the men's do. So where the men have a 10-week season plus finals uh, on the women's side, it is only a six-game season. Um, and then the uh, finals or for the championship five games, um, then all six teams do go into finals. Um, so um, there are, yeah, it is, it is a shorter season um, on the uh, women's side of things. Um, because uh, just, the, the two sides are not comp are not as competitive. Obviously, sorry, this year, the NPC does not have Premiership Championship. It just has one. Um, it's just one league, um, isn't it? So it's a new format for the NPC. We'll talk about that in a couple of weeks' time when the um, NPC um, actually um, kicks off. Lots of chat in the, li uh, in, in the live chat around that qualification tournament. Yes, uh, it's had a neutral venue. So looking at either being France or Dubai, probably Dubai, um, at, uh, at the moment, last one was in France um, from memory um, there for, for, for that one. Um, both would be obviously neutral venues um, for all of um, those teams. Um, and um, the uh, what else was in um, the uh, uh, the chat um, there? Uh, I think that's probably most. Oh, yeah, there was a comment there also about the fact that, yes, England, um, Scotland and Wales are merging their sevens programmes. Um, to be uh, Team GB. Um, pardon me, they already did this for the Olympics, um, but now this is going to be a constant thing for um, the uh, the HSBC World Series. Uh, they'll still compete uh, individually at the Commonwealth Games if they uh, qualify, um, but um, otherwise uh, that um, is how um, they are uh, going to be there. Scientists France would favour Portugal slightly. Absolutely would. Look, it's in their same time zone, travels easier, um, of course, it's going to um, do uh, help them with uh, with that one. Um, so yeah, so that's how um, the uh, the GB um, team is uh, is going to work. Uh, it's going to be interesting because I think one of the things in on women's rugby and someone I'd, I'd like to talk to the head of women's rugby for New Zealand rugby to figure out what uh, what she uh, how how New Zealand rugby see the future of women's rugby because historically sevens has been the pinnacle of the game, whereas in the men's side it's been fifteens. Um, is the pinnacle um, rather than the uh, sevens side of things. Everyone wants to be playing internationally for 15s um, and uh, rather than sevens, it's not really way, it's not, uh, and quite often sevens programs are development programs um, rather than necessarily an end goal in themselves. Um, on the women's side, I say it's been, the sevens has been the, the pinnacle. Now with the defunding or, of, of those programs in by some of those European teams um, with the, uh, Professional 15s leagues set up now in England and semi-professional in France uh, with the professionalisation of the 15s game. Is 15s going to become uh, the pinnacle uh, and the main game um, in the same way that it is in the men's side? Or um, will 7s still stay as being um, the prominent one uh, for on, on the women's game? We'll have to wait and see how that all pans out. But it'll be interesting to see how different unions um uh, kind of envisage that and uh, where they're putting it, where they see where their efforts should be placed uh, in the uh, coming years and how they think that's going to evolve. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that one all goes. As I say, uh, to me, it looks like it's going towards 15s and that sevens will become, um, I guess, sidelined in the same way um, as it is in the uh, men's side 
um, of things and being the lesser um, of the uh, of the two um, from from uh, of, of the two versions of um, the sport. Um, but yes, we'll just have to see how that um, uh, how that all uh, kind of pans out in the uh, years to come. Um, that's it from me for this week, um, folks. Thank you, everyone who's joined in in the live chat. Don't forget, 8 p.m. every Monday um, on uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube. Uh, don't forget, if you want to support me and uh, and help me get to um, these all these uh, the sort of NPC and Farrah Palmer Cup games uh, and to bring you that coverage, I was the only media uh, apart from Sky um, who was there on the weekend, for example. Then uh, please become a supporter of New Zealand Sport Radio over at patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio. Um, you also do get access to uh, um, uh, uh, videos and podcasts that are specifically for supporters. So if uh, there's any topic you would like to hear my opinion on and you are a supporter, I'm more than happy to um, do a video for that. Please keep it sports related um, rather <laughs> than necessarily other things. Um, Paul, what do you think the best um, type of wood is for dining furniture? room furniture you might not get a good video about that um but um, as i say uh, sports related do um do uh, let me know so thank you everybody uh and um catch you all next week i've got my daughters next weekend so i will not be at any games uh, next weekend so there'll be no post-match uh, interview footage to show you um but so obviously we'll be um uh, watching plenty of rugby um over the weekend and talking about it next weekend thank you everybody Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.